Hey everybody, welcome to another inspiring episode of Founders Gyan. In case you are tuning in for the first time, we feature the inspiring story of a startup and the founder behind the same every week. This is episode 38 and our guest this week is Vipul Kasera, the founder of lifeisoutside.com. That is life is outside all together as one word.com. Life is outside is a platform that helps you find and book weekend getaways from several different cities in India as well as from a few cities overseas. They aim to be the number one destination for weekend getaway discovery. Do check out the show notes over at www.foundersgyan.com/ep38 and also the top listened podcasts over at foundersgyan.com/top. Okay, you know I don't like to waste too much time in introductions. So let's cut to the chase and start the show. Vipul, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to meet you and be chatting with you today. A quick brief on Vipul. He is the founder of LifeIsOutside.com. This is a platform that can be that can be best described as an experiential travel portal, which helps discover and plan getaways. The portal helps you plan getaways from most major cities in India as well as international destinations like Sydney, Melbourne, Auckland, Colombo, Singapore, and Kuala Lumpur, to name a few. An engineer by background, Vipul had a short stint as a programmer before starting. lifeisoutside.com vipul great to meet you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge wisdom and time with our listeners thank you for agreeing to be on the show great to be on the show ram so vipul did i get everything right about your background uh, before life is outside yeah, you got most of it right uh, with the exemption that before uh, i actually got into life is outside i was running the startup called commuteeasy.com It was a carpool portal, and we had about thirty thousand users. It was a car sharing network, which actually took off very well in Bangalore. And while I was doing that, just before life is outside, I also uh, joined my masters in business at uh, ISB in Hyderabad. So while I was doing that, is when I started life is outside. Okay. So why uh, did you change from uh, the car carpooling to? Uh, the travel uh, i mean it was doing well right so why why did you change it wasn't really a change it was uh, as i said we received a lot of traction it was about i think the leading carpool portal in india at that point but there was still a lot of bandwidth because carpool as a as a concept required a lot of time and um, it was not something which the audience was very receptive to it required a change in mindset itself so we did a lot of campaigns with radio on the bangalore traffic police and stuff we got people like rahul dravid on board who were trying to advocate carpool way well try to ask pay, um address the different uh, apprehensions that people have with carpooling right so we realized that it is something that is going to work but it is going to take a long time for it to actually happen it is not something that is going to change overnight because it is a lot of um, education that was required changing the conceived beliefs about carpooling so while that was happening since we put all the balls in motion we said okay let us focus on another problem that i was very passionate about solving and that is how life is outside started okay so explain to us uh, a bit more about the concept of life is outside 
and uh, how did you come up with this idea? Okay, so uh, my sister Yamini, who is also the co-founder of Life is Outside, both of us were just wondering what we should be doing on one of the weekends and we decided to just explore a little bit about, because we've traveled quite a bit, especially around Bangalore, so we wanted to discover a new destination. And while we were doing that whole uh, discovery, we realized the process, the information around weekend getaways around Bangalore itself was very fragmented and um, the whole booking process was extremely painful at least at that point. Right now there's a lot of tools that have actually improved this process. But when we started off it was mostly reading a few blogs to figure out what places can actually work, reach out to a bunch of homestays. You wouldn't believe even the payments people would actually say okay come down to Cunningham Road there's this place they make a payment there for this property. So we thought we should improve the whole discovery process and the other thing was also to get people aware about getaways that people can go to because a lot of times uh, the people who just complain about spending the weekend in the uh, mall every time and not having too many options we just wanted people to know that look if you're based in Bangalore you could within a four to five hour drive you could be in the jungle spotting a tiger or you could be in a plantation or you could hit the beach in a place like Pondicherry or be in the mountains in BRL. So there's so many options that you have and especially like the floating population in Bangalore does not know about these places. Right. So we wanted a platform where people can actually say, okay, look, I love uh, the wildlife. I can spend about 8,000 rupees this weekend. I can travel about four or five hours. What are the places I should probably get to? And the whole platform should help you discover and identify the place that makes the most sense to you and go book book it right there and close the whole loop on it. Okay. So, uh, actually when you were talking about this, uh, it just struck me and, uh, you know, way back in, uh, I think 2005, 2006, I don't remember, 10 years back. So, I don't know if you remember this or not. Uh, there was one Excel sheet that was circulating around all the IT companies. There were like various sheets that said, okay, short drives, long drives, you know, it was an Excel sheet. It was literally an Excel sheet that says, okay, historical places, you know, jungles, uh, right, temples, right, right, you know. Right. Uh, I don't know if you have come across that Excel sheet, but it was a very famous Excel sheet that was like circulating. Yeah, I didn't, but I would have been happy to come across. It would have made my life a lot more easier if I did. <laughs> now, for our budding founders listening out there, can you give us some ideas on how we can also come up with a winning idea? So the thing with an idea, Ram, is you have to be continuously listening to and observing things around you so you're able to identify problems because if you look at it when I started carpooling the whole idea was traveling to work every day see like some same faces traveling on the same route every day and you're like okay why is there no platform which is putting all of these people together right so it was a problem that I observed same thing with life is outside there was a genuine problem I faced when I was trying to discover this information and found it so fragmented and not every problem you come across is something you can solve but I mean I must have observed around 50 problems before I decided on a couple of these so you have to continuously keep making a list of every uh, problem that you notice and see what skill sets you really have and which of these skill sets would be best suited to uh, solve some of these problems or if you can put together a team that can do a really good job about solving this problem because if you find a problem that requires a crazy amount of capital or it requires a specific skill set 
which you don't really possess or you're not able to build a team that has that then it is something which is not going to really take off the blocks that quickly but if you're able to find a problem where you actually have a genuine um, passion about solving or you have the domain knowledge that requires solving that I mean that main key is just to keep listening and you will know which problem is something you'll be excited about solving okay great uh, and also like if you have a lot of problems i think uh, it makes it easier to find one that you're passionate about because if you're in it purely for the money uh, you will kind of give up right uh, uh, yeah so uh, the idea is if you're passionate about solving a problem you're going to stay loyal to the problem a lot longer because with entrepreneurship you require a lot of perseverance it's not something where you meet with success overnight so if you're chasing a specific space because it is big at that point or it is exciting for investors at that point as soon as the investor interest dies or of the buzz around that space dies down it becomes very difficult for you to stay motivated to go ahead but if you're actually intrinsically motivated about the problem you're trying to solve then it becomes independent of all of these external factors this is one of the reasons i really think you should be excited about the problem you're solving okay excellent now we all know that uh, an idea is just that uh, and is maybe not worth much unless you uh, probably not worth uh, too much unless you work on it so what are the steps that we need to take in order to make the idea into a reality so maybe you could give us some general advice or you could maybe tell the story of life is outside and once you had the problem how did you create how did you uh, make that into a reality right so with uh, starting out initially there is a lot of hustling in everything that you do right from building a team to getting your suppliers on board getting the customers on board and you have to be fairly clear about what your uh, goals are and what your means are because a lot of times when people start out um, they are extremely influenced by all the press around companies raising x amount of money people getting paid crazy amount of money and suddenly what is a means to succeed becomes the goal and that becomes a very big challenge because everybody is saying okay i raised money and that would mean i have already succeeded but that is only a wait and not i mean most businesses i would actually go out on a limb and say don't require external capital at least in the initial few days because there are some businesses which are very high growth which require a crazy amount of capital infusion but there are a lot of cap uh, businesses where you can actually build a viable business model and get your first set of customers suppliers without even raising money out externally that allows you to understand your vision much better understand what you really want to do rather than just get influenced by so many external perspectives early on in your uh, venture so at least with us we've been um, we've tried to stay profitable from day one and we've tried to stay extremely lean the advantage of staying very lean is this that you actually end up raising money because you want to and not because you have to right. and we have consistently grown on that model we've always gotten new people on board when we've actually found the need and not like say okay let's get a bunch of people we'll figure out what they have to do later so it has always been very need based and we say okay we grow to a point where we actually definitely need more people otherwise it becomes hard for us to scale okay so short points a uh, lot of hustle what else is needed to turn the idea into a reality i would say like depending on your business 
बी एक्सट्रीमली कॉन्शियस अबाउट कैपिटल स्पेंड स्टे एक्सट्रीमली लीन एंड बी एक्सट्रीमली इनोवेटिव अबाउट डूइंग थिंग्स एंड एवरी बिजनेस विल हैव वेज ऑफ इनोवेटिंग अराउंड बोथ से मार्केटिंग और सेल्स और प्रोडक्ट इन ऑल ऑफ दीज वर्टिकल्स लाइक डोंट गेट बाउंड टू आइडियाज दैट you've already seen other people do okay and one thing that happens when you don't have the capital you have a whole lot more drive to do something else which could be done in a lot less money than you would if you actually had access to capital okay excellent yeah i, I think uh, again i heard this quote that a uh, lot of innovation comes if you don't have money <laughs> so i think uh, uh, that resonates nicely with uh, with that quote now we all hear about founders sacrificing family time to make their ventures a success can you tell us a bit more about your own personal life family life and how you manage to balance business uh, and family uh, to be honest ram i have been very fortunate to have a family who uh, actually loves entrepreneurship my dad was an entrepreneur himself so they were extremely uh, excited when i say i want to quit my job because most people say that they have issues with family when they want to quit a job when i said i'm not going to sit for placements after isb my dad pretty much celebrated that day with a drink with me <laughs> so that we have had a lot of uh, support from them and uh, i have not been uh, it's not really financial support because i've chosen not to actually involve my family in terms of funding my venture itself but there's a lot of emotional support and moral support i received from them all through the venture so and in terms of uh, sacrifice again i mean you can call it sacrifice but it is uh, i mean you know clearly what you're working towards right if i'm doing something which is actually making me happy and uh, getting me to the point where i want to get to as long as i have the end goal in mind i don't really think of it as sacrifice because Like right now, if I'm working late nights, like every time there is a new feature that we are launching, it is something which I'm extremely excited about, and I go to bed happy about it. I don't think, okay, look, I've been working 16 hours a day. What have I made of my life? Right, that is the last thought that really crosses my mind. It is something which I'm extremely excited about to get to every morning. Okay, great. Is there a daily or a morning ritual that you follow? Can you share it with myself and our listeners? It could be. a personal one like maybe working out uh, or reading something every day or a professional one like looking at some stats or having a meeting first thing in the morning so in terms of fitness i try to go for a swim every morning but to be honest i've not been extremely disciplined about it especially in the winters and summers yeah i do make it a point to do that other than that, i'd like to start my day early and not uh, and even the team comes in fairly early so you can get a lot more done at the beginning of the day the main course of the day is very reactive where i have to deal with things that are coming through on the operation side and all of that but post evening i focus on your proactive tasks and things i really want to do which work towards a broader vision of the company okay great if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, 
how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com slash foundersgyan and twitter.com slash foundersgyan. So let's talk a bit about your co-founder. Now, you already mentioned this. You started uh, Life is Outside with your sister, uh, Yamini, Yamini, right? And uh, so how is it working out? I mean, a brother-sister founder team. It's very exciting because... uh, we both have a great chemistry and she brings a lot to the table that I don't. In fact, she's a very passionate traveler and I am, um, to be honest, very excited about the business of travel. Though I love traveling, but her passion for traveling is at a whole different level. So I think that combination really helps because she's able to look at it um, with a lot of customer focus. And I can think of it from the business focus and both of these things are important to make a venture succeed. Okay. And also what advice would you have for people who are starting out? I mean, how important are co-founders and uh, if yes, what advice would you give them to get co-founders? I would say co-founders are extremely important. I mean, there was a period of time when I was actually working on this alone. when you do have a co-founder, you have uh, different perspectives to what you're doing. And if you're getting a co-founder who is bringing in other skill sets that complement what you already have, then it becomes a huge advantage. Because uh, the highs in a startup are fairly high and you want someone you can share those joys with who's actually been with you through the hard work and the grind of running a startup. But more importantly, when you're hitting the lows, that is when you really want someone who is going to be there to tell you, look, it's okay, we are going to make it through this. Uh, Yeah. So I I think it's very critical to have a co-founder. More than the emotional perspective, I think just purely from the domain knowledge that the person might bring in, or maybe somebody might, if you come from a tech background, you have somebody who can actually, you know, you're building a product in the consumer space you want somebody who is actually coming up with skill sets which is complementary to yours he brings in the marketing side to him or the sales side to it or he's someone who's very well networked who's able to help you generate traction fairly quickly so you can't i mean you can do it all on your own but it'll take a lot longer and it is a lot harder so if there's someone you can trust but just because i'm saying a co-founder is important doesn't mean you just go and pick a suboptimal choice for a co-founder you have to be extremely sure about the person you're going to be working with right so i'd say you'd rather work alone than pick someone who is not a good fit but if you have an option to work with somebody who is a good fit then there's nothing like it okay great now can you can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known uh maybe something even your friends or or uh, colleagues would be surprised to hear okay I'm a huge uh, poker lover so I make sure I uh, get out every once every couple of months to play a nice big tournament as it's happening around so that is something I really love doing okay great so uh, where do you go and play so sometimes I head to Goa or sometimes there are some clubs in Bangalore who arrange, arrange poker tournaments. Okay. So uh, have you been to Las Vegas? Have you played in? I have clubs? actually. I have. Okay. <laughs> in fact, I've played at uh, the Bellagio itself, which okay. is considered the 
have a focus okay great <laughs> now what's the best advice somebody has given you or alternatively best advice you've heard and try to follow in your own business or life there was this book i read when i was really young it was called rich dad poor dad so it's by this uh, personal guy kawasaki yeah and uh, yeah i don't remember how exactly it went but what it said was try and pay your bills in the end because if you run out of money doing things that you really want to spend money on you will figure out of uh, ways to make that money because you'll have bill spending but if you pay your bills up front you get into this mode where you're satisfied doing what you're already doing and the drive to push comes down okay great thanks for sharing that now startups come with a lot of pressure so give us some tips on how we can handle pressure when things aren't going well so one um, a lot of pressure is actually self imposed i would think when you're running a startup because there is always this uh, metric you're tracking about what your friends are up to people posting pictures of exotic vacations they are taking you're looking at economic times and everybody around you is being raising a crazy amount of money right from the guy you went to school with or somebody who you play squash with but what you need to realize is uh everybody has their own uh, set of challenges and problems and you've chosen this path because this is something that excites you and uh, if you're able to stick to your path and not get that influenced by what's going on around you there'll be a point where you'll actually get into your own sweet spot and find a happy place within your own startup so if you are able to disconnect a little bit from external uh, stimuli i think that is one of the best stress busters for yourself okay great now can you tell us about your uh, worst entrepreneurial moment and how did you turn it around uh, or if if you are not able to turn it around also it's fine uh, and the, and more importantly the lessons you learned from that experience so this is uh, something i heard in one of my marketing classes at isb so there was this professor who said that there are uh, a lot of uh, top hotels in the world who actually try and rig a customer's experience in the property and try to create an unpleasant moment the reason they do that is because they say like customers uh, if the experience is great customers are happy but they are not going to go all out on a limb trying to recommend you but if something goes wrong and if you are able to recover really well from that then the impact it has on the customer is extremely high so he was quoting some examples where people have actually done that and it has worked out really well for companies i mean i am definitely not going to deliberately try to rig some customer experience but there have been a few cases where we actually had a few customers who were upset when things did not really go the way something was outside our control but we were able to recover really well from that and try and um, give the customer experience where he realized okay these guys really care about the customer and they're not just in the business of making money so that really made a huge turn and we had a lot of positive uh, referrals that came through that experience and we got a lot of good press as well So I think that is something which I have learned. Like if you end up uh, 
when you have a customer who is not very happy make sure you pick up the phone and solve the problem then try to avoid the call right right excellent uh, because i uh, again it kind of reminds me of uh, of the saying that uh, you can't control what happens but you can control how you react to Absolutely. things right so uh, thanks for sharing that uh, experience with us now let's retouch on life is outside we just have a couple of more questions uh, so what is the future that you envision for your company so that um, over the last one week we have actually made a substantial change in our model on life is outside. so we have two verticals of business one is a uh, team outings and corporate offsites that we do which is actually been growing extremely well for us and the other is where individuals like you and me get onto the site to plan their weekend getaways and short breaks so uh, so far we've been doing the complete booking of weekend getaways and short breaks on our portal itself where people come discover something that they like book it on our site deal with our team to close out the booking and head to the property but what we've done right now is we have tried to uh, give people various booking options the discovery process still is completely controlled by us and we have enhanced the customer experience substantially on that front so you're able to pretty much zero in on a weekend getaway that works perfectly for you and when you get to that point instead of booking it through us we give you a list of all the different uh, possibilities where you can book it through which would ensure you get the best deal on it so it's a combination of uh, like intelligent uh, getaway discovery clubbed with a meta search which allows you to find the best place at the best price so that is something which you're doing and again uh, we want life is outside to be like the starting point for discovering any weekend getaway so we would be in fact we are talking to a few vacation rental platforms like airbnb as well to get them also on board we talking to a lot of activity players who will also start posting their uh inventory through us so when somebody comes to life is also either they can book one of the best resorts they want to go to or book a vacation rental or and book the activities that go along with that all through one player they don't need to go check out a home away or a airbnb to do that and they don't need to go to another activity player just to go book their activities that one single point of discovery takes them to all of these different players okay excellent now can you recommend any books or resources for budding entrepreneurs uh in the last i mean i've not been able to read as much as i would like but the last couple of books i read were quite interesting there's one by ben horowitz called the hard thing about hard things that's a very good read and uh, there's a biography on elon musk which i just read recently in fact elon musk is one of my uh, favorite entrepreneurs so there's a book on him which i really loved Okay, and of course, Rich Dad Poor Dad, you already mentioned. I'm sure that's also right. uh, amongst the top favorites. So we'll link all those on the show notes. Uh, so now, life is out. Life is outside is uh, more than seven years old, and uh, we all know that hindsight is always twenty twenty. Uh, and of course, a lot of change over the past several years, right? So, um, so maybe things that you can do now is something you couldn't have probably done. but keeping all this in mind keeping all these various parameters and factors in mind if there's one thing that you do different when you're starting out what would it be mm i think i would get a couple of good mentors on board uh because a lot of 
what I was doing was driven primarily by what I already knew and there are a lot of mistakes I was doing which I was learning from and though that works great in terms of the learning that you have from these experiences it is not the most optimal way of learning because there are a lot of uh, smart mentors out there who can probably prevent you from performing some of these obvious mistakes so I would uh, if I had to do things differently, I would get a good mentor on board for sure. Okay, great. Now, uh, I just have one final question. Uh, but uh, before that, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, apart from, of course, lifeisoutside.com, which is the main site uh, through which they can discover getaways and, and book. Uh, so, are you active personally on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter? The LinkedIn would be the best way to reach out to me. Okay, excellent. Uh, we'll link that also on the show notes. Uh, so I just have one final question but before we move on to that I just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners I'm also very grateful for the value you're adding into the world by means of your startup and I think it's very important and essential because all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy you know so I, I think you're you're right there in the sweet spot where you're you're, you're giving great value to people you who need to take vacations I mean maybe this is not for me to say but I think it's essential that everybody takes vacations and uh, I think you're you're doing a great job there so with that we'll move on to the final question so if there is one gyan that you could give out would be found this only one one gyan you know what would that be stay lean okay Okay, thanks so much Vipul for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and uh, wish you continued success in your venture. Thank you so much Ram, pleasure being on the show. There you have it folks, another startup, another founder. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do recommend it to your friends. It's easy, the link is foundersgyan.com slash ep38. Also you can check out all the archives on our site as well as just use the format foundersgyan.com slash ep the number example foundersgyan.com slash ep01 or foundersgyan.com slash ep25 you can also subscribe on the site to know when the next show comes out which is every single week thank you for tuning in and i hope you got inspired by this show i'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder but in the meantime you do know what the show was meant to do so go out there and start working on your own venture Good luck on your startup adventure and have a great time doing it.